Hi everybody, you are listening to The Rope Podcast today with just Maya. Thanks for supporting the show. This is a show with adult content, so if you're not of legal age where you live, then turn off now. The podcast is about rope bondage. Rope bondage is edge play with inherent risk and we strongly recommend you get proper training and listen to episode zero before attempting it. Find it at the top of our FetLife page, Rope Podcast. I'm a rope bottom and usually I would have my rigger with me, Fox, but he's working today. Fox and I are rope partners and we've been practicing together for uh, about a year. We love sharing our passion for rope in the podcast and we live in Thailand. So first of all, happy Valentine's week. If you've been listening to previous episodes, you might have heard Fox share some rope erotica. People seem to really enjoy that episode and hearing some sexy rope story, as I guess it's a less common trope in erotica. So given both of us enjoy writing this type of story, we're going to make it one of our episode types and sprinkle them in every now and then. So given this week is the Hallmark Cards Week of Love, what better way than to share a kinky story for you all? My story is based on some play that Fox and I did recently, and it was all inspired by our first Patreon listener, Star Wars Drake fan, who we did a mini photo shoot for as a thank you for being the first to support us. If you feel comfortable supporting us financially and helping us with the cost for the podcast, you can head to ropepodcast.com and see different ways that you can support us and help us keep putting out new episodes. And you can also see the photo that was the reason for the story. The piece today is called Damsel in Distress and it's from my perspective as a rope bottom or rope bunny. Um, as background, Fox and I are also a DS couple. We would love feedback from you on the original erotica and the best way is to comment on the writing on FetLife for the episode. So you can find us there at Rope Podcast, no space, and you can see the writing there and comment on it. Okay, so let's begin with damsel in distress. I sit behind my desk in the office my sir and I share. What about this one, he asks from across the room and turns his screen so I can see yet another woman, hands and feet bound. I blush. There's a lot of that in our office. Today we're taking a photo for our Patreon. We don't take a lot of photos normally when we rope. Too busy with the sexing and the play. But today is an official photo shoot on the theme of damsel in distress. I'm a bit ambivalent about it. There's a vulnerability in being photographed and sharing those photos with the world. But usually I can be persuaded to get involved in Sir's schemes if there is also rope and comes. Though I'm not entirely sure if there will be comes today as the focus is all on the photo. Time to clear your desk, little one, he says. I have that combination of fear and excitement tick on my stomach and my pussy that's so familiar to me when I'm with him. I tidy away my laptop and stationery while he chooses some music. He goes for the soundtrack from Alcatraz as appropriately themed and presses play. An orchestra fills the room and the office starts to transform from workspace to something else. The atmosphere is darker, less day-to-day, more sensual. My desk is now clean. We have, in fact, had sex on the desk. We've mostly had sex everywhere in the office at this point, but we haven't tied on it, so this is different. Although, at this point, I'm not sure we're actually doing a scene. Are we? A scene that isn't a scene, or for a nice photo. 
but my pussy seems to have other ideas. She's noted the presence of the rope that's out in the room, the small bundles and congress on the office chair next to the desk, and she's reacting already. There's also a new thing on the desk which I'm a little less sure about, though my pussy again has no doubts. A ball gag. You'd think, given we have sex or play, every day or night we spend together, sometimes more than once, we'd have worked our way through all our toys already. But no, there are still new things to play with. The ball gag is one such thing. Today is its first outing. Okay, little one, sit on the desk. Sir gestures, and I hop up onto the work surface. I'm not very tall, and my feet in no way touch the ground. I have a cornflower blue stretch dress on that hugs on my curves and matches my eyes. He leans in and presses a kiss to my mouth. I try to open my mouth some to encourage him and extend the kiss, but he grins and leans back. Not yet. He shakes out the first bundle of rope, holding the bite, and the knotted ends hit the floor with that small but satisfying thump that is a signal to both my brain and pussy that something interesting has begun. He takes my hands and positions them in front of me, and begins to loop the rope around my wrists. After hundreds of rope scenes as a rope bottom, something clicks in my brain at that first touch of the rope, and I watch, still as fascinated as I was during the first rope scene we ever did together, as he ties my hand in a double column, laying the rope on my skin with a precision that elicits a bubble of happiness inside me. I fidget some on the desk. Are you wiggly already, little one? he says more blushing from me. He stands very close to me, fully dressed in cargo pants and a black shirt. I glance up at him and my gaze meets his. He has tied this tie many times and doesn't need to look and while he finishes my wrists we stare at each other. I'm lost in his brown eyes which with their sexual promise and command are almost enough on their own to make me weak at the knees. The mood twists with the heat between us and my eyes widen. I let go a little bit more, giving myself over to his authority and to what might happen. The photo shoot is already forgotten. The wrist tie is firm, the rope ensuring my palms are pressed together with almost no movement possible. Still watching my face, he pushes my hands upwards towards my chest, till my wrists are nestled between my generous breasts. Each strand of rope that twists around my body is a reminder of his dominance over me, of our DS relationship, a reinforcement of his will. The rope is an extension of him, both a communication tool and an echo of his very self. I melt into it, my body turning pliable and malleable with each new wrap. He slowly winds the same rope twice around my chest. He ties it off and my hands are immovable, connected to my upper body. He runs his fingers up and down my closed legs. Grasping my knees, he pushes my thighs apart. Obedient though I am, and despite wanting this and him very badly, as always, I am resistant to displaying myself at first. It doesn't take much strength from him, though, to open my legs, and I try to duck behind my tired hands to hide my face as he squats in front of my pussy, breathing in the delicate scent. I am very wet. I look down at his head. I squirm in place, wanting his tongue on the soft flesh between my thighs, yet embarrassed at my all-too-obvious excitement. He makes me wait a little longer, then darts a kiss onto my clit. 
I let out a gasp and tried to press myself closer to his mouth. But I am already at the edge of the desk and I don't want to fall off. He grasps my thighs with his powerful hands and widens me further. I am entirely exposed to his studious gaze. Finally, he licks along my labia and I exhale in relief, though I am frustrated by not being able to touch him, to run my fingers through his hair. I pull against the rope some and my struggles build the tension inside me. He puts his mouth over my clit and flicks it with his agile tongue. My arousal increases, but to my frustration, he stops before I reach my climax. I groan. Still between my legs, he closes them and rests my feet on one of his hard thighs. He grasps a new bundle of rope from the desk and places three wraps around my lower thighs in another double column. My heart sinks as this is not a position, I think, where there can be much play. Penetration has to be limited with this tie, as there is less access than open legs. But I am resigned, as it's part of the setup for the damsel in distress concept, and the rope still feels wonderful. The room smells of hemp and pussy, fresh and alive, and the rope is like a caress, supporting me and making me feel safe despite its constriction. He ties another double column around my ankles. There's surprisingly little rope, considering how restricted my range of movement is. He stands and walks behind me the other side of the desk. One more thing, little one, before you'll be ready for the nice picture. I swallow. I know what the last thing is, and I'm really not sure about it. Open up, please. I relax my jaw, and he comes from behind with the ball gag. It's made of silicon, as I have issues with material in my mouth. In fact, this is the first time he has ever gagged me with anything. The ball drops into my mouth, and I have to stretch it open just a fraction wider than is comfortable. Not so it hurts, exactly, but so that I am very aware of its presence, distorting my usual expression. He does up the strap behind my head, trapping my long dark hair behind me. He comes back to stand in front of me, assessing me. I quiver. I am ready for the photos to be done, and for there to be play. He seems pleased with my look, and he scoops me up in his arms in order to arrange me on the desk to his liking. He positions me on my side, my dress barely covering my ass. I am in a soft Z shape. I expect him to take the photos, but instead he forces a finger between my legs to tease my little clit. I writhe on the desk. My pussy is drenched, and the need for a cum is building. But access to my pussy is limited with my legs tied together so tightly, and I moan in disappointment as he removes his hand. Instead, he goes around to my back, where my ass is very prominent due to the bend of my body. He slides my dress up a little so my ass is exposed. Much easier access here, he says, and slips a finger easily inside my ass, and after a few pumps adds a second. I can't see what he is doing, but it involves stretching me, adding several fingers and scissoring his fingers inside my little hole to widen it. I close my eyes and enjoy the sensation, but I miss the touch on my neglected pussy. And all too soon he stops the ass play. Photo time. I am hot and flustered, my hair splayed out on the desk, my body undulating with the need for a calm. The gag is not unpleasant, but I am uncertain about the idea of my voice being taken away from me. My jaw is locked in place, my mouth strained. He steps away from me and picks up his phone. 
walking around the desk and snapping photos from different angles. It emphasises the difference between us, my visceral need for his touch and an orgasm, while he appears unaffected, treating me like a toy to be arranged to his liking. The desk I lie on has the effect of framing and presenting me, due to the space around the piece of furniture. It is a beautiful tie wood and its golden tones complement my pale skin and dark hair. I fit on it perfectly in my bent shape, although even stretched out, I'm not much longer than the desk. I writhe, powerless to satiate my own needs while he observes and photographs me. I'm not even able to beg properly because the ball gag prevents me from forming words. Finally, he is done and picks up the rabbit vibrator, which I didn't know was out. He turns it on and, holding my chest wraps to keep me pinned in place, slides the vibe into the tight junction at the top of my thighs. He brushes it against my pussy and I let out a whimper. I try to open my legs so it will enter me, but there is no give in the rope, no way for me to do what I want. He laughs softly. I try and say, sir, please, around the gag, but it comes out as another mumble. He teases me a little more before he presses the vibrator harder and the thicker arm slides inside my pussy. I moan and the smaller part nuzzles against my clit. He turns up the vibration a fraction, but not enough for me to get off. He saws the toy gently in and out, just fluttering it over my G-spot. I moan and wiggle, trying to get purchase to push back on the toy, but there is nothing for me to press against. He thrusts harder, and I am hopeful this will be a trend, but then stops and leaves the vibe inside me. It hums away on my G-spot and clit, at a rate that induces a lot of wetness, but also is just not quite enough for me to come. He goes behind me, and I try and twist to see what he is doing. He lifts my dress higher, exposing my rounded ass. He strokes a hand over it, provoking more moans from me. Then he squats down behind me, his mouth at the level of my ass, and opens up my cheeks with his hands. There is a moment when my little asshole is exposed to the world, and I duck my head again, trying to hide my face, but there is nowhere to go. And then his tongue is on me, in it, and I lose myself to the sensation. His tongue flickers over the area at first, dancing around the outside. But soon he is fucking me with it, forcing his tongue inside me, over and over. When he removes it, I let out a disappointed cry, but within seconds it is replaced by his cock, and I exhale a breath of surprise as it slides deep inside my just lubricated ass. His hands are on my hips, and he has positioned me so my ass is at the edge of the desk, at the perfect height for him to stand next to it, and fuck me in a T position. The ass fuck starts gently, but quickly speeds, and he reaches over me to increase the vibrations in my pussy and on my clit. The sensations build, and I clench and unclench my empty hands as the waves of pleasure increase both inside and outside my groin. He varies the intensity, and at times teases me with only the head of his cock in my ass, and I try desperately to push back to get more of him inside me, but tired as I am, on the desk, empty space around me, there is nothing for me to use as leverage, and I am frustrated. Finally, he takes pity on me, knowing as he does that I like to hold on to something when I come, and he grasps my hand and squeezes, and holds me down against the desk as he fucks me. The pleasure trembles around my clit, and finally the vibrator pushes me over, 
and the trembles become crashes of heat, flooding out from that little nub of flesh, so small and yet so powerful. He doesn't stop the fucking, and I ride the clit orgasm, while at the same time the sensitivity in my ass is increasing. His large cock slides in and out easily, stretching me in the nicest way. Heat and cold, pleasure at the edge of pain, and as the orgasm in my clit dies down, the orgasm in my ass builds and builds and builds until I tense, my body waiting, frozen, for that last ass-fuck to ripple through my body. Ass-cums are so very different from others, softer, and yet they throat through much more of the body, radiating out from where he penetrates me, circles of pleasure diffusing through my whole being. I am rigid, and then I am limp. He pulls out, and I am empty, but only for a moment. He flips me onto my back, then drags me up the desk so my head is hanging over the back of the edge of the desk. He stands in front of me, towering over me, and undoes the ball gag, casting it aside. Before I can relax my jaw, he grabs his chin and forces me open. He shoves his cock in my mouth. No, not my mouth, my throat. This is a particular pleasure of his, the ass to mouth, and the one which I am on the fence about. Sometimes the taste is bitter, sometimes sweet but always disconcerting. Today, though, I barely taste anything, as he is inside me so far a gag. This isn't oral sex. This is a face fuck. He propels himself in and out at speed, and I gasp for breath upside down at each withdrawal, the saliva spilling out of my mouth. He leans over me so his groin presses against my eyes, and I cannot see his cock still fucking my mouth. He grabs the vibrator that continues to rumble in my pussy, he wants a G-spot orgasm now. He thrusts the rabbit in and out of me, scraping against that sensitive place inside me, where it's almost too much for me, while my clit is also being stimulated. My whole body is sensitive, and I climax again. The warm wetness oozes out of my pussy, and the vibrator slips in and out of me easily, its steady pressure almost too much on my G-spot. Orgasms there aren't as simple as clit orgasms. They take more focus, more concentration. No, they take the ability to go beyond my comfort zone, to go beyond where it is pleasurable into that almost pain, into a rawness, a tenderness. I am moaning consistently now, tiny mules, but they are muffled by his cock still fucking my throat, a gag just as effective as the ball gag. My body writhes on the desk, pinned in the middle by his hand on the vibrator and my head at his cock. The rope binds me, constricts me, and I struggle, rational thoughts gone, focused only on the feelings in my pussy and my throat. The vibrator rumbles and scrapes one more time over that delicate place deep, deep inside me, and I scream around his penis, coming. The orgasm is more like an explosion, but so far inside me I am shattered and soft afterwards. But he doesn't stop. He withdraws from my throat, my head still dangling over the edge of the desk, and goes to my bound ankles, which he hauls on, tugging me again down the slippery wood to lie face up. He has somehow undone his shirt, but kept it on, and his trousers are undone, but not yet removed. Now, as I lie panting on the desk, he shucks his heavy cargo pants down to the floor, along with his underwear, and he gets up onto the desk. I cringe, unsure of what's happening, but with nowhere, and no way, to go. He sits on my face. I struggle to breathe as he positions himself over me. 
animalistic, dominant, stroking the length of his cock just over my hands. So I grab at air, wanting to hold and touch his hot flesh, but continuously denied. Instead, I am offered his ass. I tilt my head to reach up, attempting to lick him. Once more he teases me, changing the height of his body so my tongue only reaches him now and then, at his desire, not my own. I am a mess. I squirm and struggle, desperate to please him, yet not being fully allowed. He grabs the vibrator again and turns it up fully inside and out. I undulate underneath him, darting my tongue inside him where I can, until the speed at which he masturbates above me increases and I feel the soft skin of his balls crinkle and tighten. I lick with as much enthusiasm as I can and am further aroused by his arousal. He is something primal above me, my curves underneath him at his disposal and command, bound by his ropes and his will. With one hand he rubs his cock harder, faster, and with the other he rams the vibrator inside me, as deep and as hard as it will go. He grunts, a cry that comes from deep inside his chest, and I feel the muscles in his ass and balls tauten, signalling to me he is ready to orgasm. He scoots back so I can look up at him, his cock rigid over my face, his hazel eyes intense and glazed. I come first in an explosion from clit and g-spot, and seconds later he explodes all over my hair and face. He rests for a moment, caressing his cock a few last times, and I groan again, wanting to lick it or to touch it, but I am once more denied as he stays just out of reach. He wipes his cock in my hair, then hops down and sits in the large black chair, his long, lean body splayed out, the shirt enhancing his nakedness. My dress is still hiked up around my waist, pussy on display for him. He turns the vibe off and I slump on the table. I wait for him to remove it, but he doesn't. I whimper. He strokes my hair, spreading the cum he has gifted me with through it and begins the untying process. The rope whispers over my skin as it comes off me. For us, untying is as much part of the scene as tying. He knows how to loosen the knots, then drag it over my hypersensitive skin, so I shiver and shudder in reaction. The repeated climaxes have left me even more responsive to stimuli than usual, and my struggle against the rope that's left is mindless, automatic. He soothes me in murmurs. Good girl, little one. You are a very good sub today. The words reach some part inside me that has not yet melted, and I beam internally, happy to have pleased my sir. He takes occasional photos of the marks the rope has left on my skin. The places where I have struggled are red, the rope marks deep. He runs his fingers over them, and they are sore, and yet I take pleasure in these marks I bear for him. As the chest wraps are now undone, his hands go to my breasts, and he tests my reactions, teasing them, pinching the nipples. I squirm, still ready. He watches me closely, taking note of my glassy eyes, and I am captured by him. He smiles and leans over, switching on the vibe once more, the vibe he never took out of me. Now, with the rope undone, resting on the desk in piles around me, the only thing that binds me is his will, but it is more than enough. I am as powerless against that as against the rope. Still sitting, still watching me, he grasps my hair tightly in one hand and uses it to pull my head towards him, so he clasps me against his chest. With the other hand, he goes back to the vibrator. 
He thrusts it in and out, in and out, then pinches my nipples hard. He repeats, and again. There is so much sensation, it is almost overwhelming. My cries are continuous, with vibration on my clit and inside my pussy, with my hair caught fast in his hand so I cannot move my head, and with the infrequent pinches of my nipples and squeezes of my breasts. Something is building deep inside me, in that place at my darkest pleasure centre, the type of orgasm that is the sweetest and yet the hardest to find. He watches me, fascination on his face as I writhe and flail on the desk, a butterfly pinned and trying to escape and yet happiest when caught. It grows inside me. I can feel the white-hot heat of it, where it starts tiny and starts to expand, slippery and hard to catch, constructed from all the touches, all the looks, all the love, all the dominance and control, and all the submission I give to him, all the will I hand over to him. A star explodes inside me, white heat flashing through my body, pleasure crushing me from the inside out. I scream, and he turns my head by the hair into his chest so the scream is captured by his body and muffled so that the other occupants of the building, going about their businesses in their offices, don't hear. The scent of him surrounds me. I float. I melt on the desk. My body lacks and pliable. A puddle of happy submissive, surrounded by her sir's rope. He releases my hair and removes the vibrator. I jerk, exhausted, still sensitive, unable to control my reactions. He pulls me closer to him and strokes a hand over my body, soothing me. I shiver. He stares into my eyes intently and smiles. He is pleased. He takes my small hand in his and I clutch at it, unable to do more. He leans back in the chair and puts his feet on the desk. No, no, not on the desk, on me. I provide a soft, warm body for him to rest on, and I am happy to do so. He is my sir and my rigger. I am his submissive and his bunny. Our rope together is a form of communication, and just because we have a photo shoot to do doesn't mean that connection is on ice. Indeed, making the photos was a lot of fun. But I'm pretty sure the only time I'm truly a damsel in distress is when I don't get my little cums. And that, dear listeners, was the second Rope Erotica story on the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Please leave a comment on the writing on Fat Life so let us know your thoughts. If you have time, it would also really help us out if you were able to leave a review or a star rating on whatever podcast app you listen on to help us share a love of rope with a wider audience. So that's all from us today at the Rope Podcast. If you want to see the photo we created as part of the play, then come support us on Patreon, where there are various outtakes and extras for our listeners. And don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcast from, so iTunes or Stitcher or wherever, and come find us on our FetLife page, which is Rope Podcast, single word, no hyphen or space. You can also find us easily at ropepodcast.com. And we love questions from listeners, so drop us a message on FET and we'll try and answer you in an upcoming episode. 